0: the Enchanted Ears podcast
1: where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm Angela and I'm Joe. Konnichiwa everyone.
0: <laughs> Konbanwa possibly.
1: There you go yeah depending on when you're listening to this.
0: Or Ohio Gujimas.
1: Yes we got it covered. Good, good morning, afternoon and evening. We got everything covered but we are back from don't Japan. Have good
0: night. What's good night? I forget. I don't know. Uh, well.
1: Yasumina Sai. We wouldn't say good night. We'd say Good morning or good afternoon. So we're good. Okay. So we are back from Japan. And for this episode, we wanted to dive into our trip recap. And we'll probably break this up into two episodes where I think this one we'll talk about Tokyo Disneyland. And then next week, we'll talk about Tokyo, Tokyo Disney, Disney Sea. Right. Those are the two parks at the Tokyo Disney Resort. Because there I think there's so much to talk about. Yeah. Um, and, and especially... If you've never been there. I mean, it, if you're used to the the U.S. parks, I mean, there's a lot of similarities, but there's a lot of differences. But just going to a foreign Disney park, I think, mm-hmm. just...
0: And this it, is our first one. We we haven't been to any of the other ones. Right.
1: But I think that so much of it, there's, there's so much that's interesting that I don't think would be... Inter- it's not something that's interesting in a U.S. park. So because of like the language barrier, the different type of merchandise they have, or the different type of food offerings they have or
0: general atmosphere. Yeah,
1: general atmosphere like the shows, like everything is just so interesting because it is it's a different culture, it's a mm-hmm. different environment whereas like again, like if you go to Disneyland versus Disney World, you may not pick up on that stuff and it may not be something as interesting, but because it's in Japan and we're Americans, it's very interesting. So there's really a lot to Get into here, so that's I think it, it will make sense to kind of break it up in, into two episodes. Right. Uh, but before we jump into our trip recap, uh, just kind of go over some some Disney news. I think the big news of the week is that the reservations for Walt Disney World's versions of Galaxy's Edge opened a few days ago, and it kind of came as a surprise to me. Luckily, I was on Facebook, and people were posting about. Um, not being able to get on the Disney site for the reservations. And I was like, whoa, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't even know that Disney was opening reservations now.
0: Yeah, I was out with a friend, I think, or something. And and you mentioned thank goodness I was online and you you were able to get some of the reservations. Yeah, I for texted us.
1: you. I was like, reservations open. I'm working on it. I'm sitting at the page. The the, uh, the wait page was a picture of the Millennium Falcon. I was like, please hold on. So I kind of stared at that screen for a while. But yeah, it, it kind of out of nowhere, Disney opened up reservations. So if you want to get a reservation for uh, Savi's uh, Workshop, for the lightsaber build, for the Droid Depot, or for Oga's Cantina, all three of those have reservations available for... Uh, a rolling six months. So just like the dining is a rolling kind of six month period. So you can do it for the next 180 days. And definitely with the cantina, I think, you know, reservations are highly recommended. There's really no food there. Uh, It's just it's just kind of drinks and they have like some light snacks. So it's not really like a restaurant you sit down with. And I did see a lot of people talking about it afterwards that Oh, you know, I made reservations and then I looked at the menu and realized oh, really wasn't food and I canceled it or something like that.
0: Were you able to finally nab that? I know whenever yeah, I was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever you yeah, whenever he was, you were texting me from home. You told me that you couldn't get any, so you might be some of those people who canceled. You grabbed some of those.
1: Yeah. So so the first day, I want to say it was uh, this past Wednesday is when they opened. It was very hard. There was nothing available for when we were going in November for the cantina. But then I tried the next morning and there were um, there were a good number of reservations available that day. So I was able to get something. And then I was able to get one for the, the lightsaber build for myself and the droid building for you as well. Now, I think the droid depot, from what I've heard at Disneyland, is that one's pretty easy to kind of walk up to. It's not a huge weight because mm-hmm. it's basically a conveyor belt. So they keep it moving pretty quick. Yeah. But with the lightsaber building, they only take 10 or, or no. I think it's more like 14 people at a time. Right, And that and that gets to be like a two, three hour wait. So you definitely want to get reservations Is for that. it 14
0: people at a time? 14 people who are doing the building? Because I know that you also can have a guest. So like with I'm doing the droid and you're able to come and watch. And then you're doing the lightsaber and I'm able to come Correct. and watch.
1: Yeah, so it's 14 people building. Okay. Yeah, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that the person there watching like isn't allowed to be involved in the build like i don't think they're like a, a, for the droids like i don't think they're allowed to help like they just need to stand and watch like they're not allowed to be Step at the conveyor you. yeah <laughs> yeah like they they don't want it as oh two people are doing this is like a joint experience oh, you, ca- you know you they have want,
0: they want you to have to pay pay double
1: exactly exactly so yeah so any, anybody going within the next six months reservations are available like i said it, it seemed like that first day it was really you had to wait you know 10 minutes or something just to get onto the page to see what times were available. Um, and then kind of, the, you know, within the next few days it opened up because I think a lot of people, I also saw a lot of people on Facebook. I have three reservations for Ogus Cantina. I have two reservations for the lightsaber because they were just um, locking up times okay. and then they were going back and canceling them. Okay. You know, this is the time that fits in my schedule so I can cancel the other two Okay, type thing. So I think, you know, a lot more of that's opening up um, with the opening of Galaxy's Edge in Walt Disney World coming up quickly here at the end of August. The other thing is that um, you know Disney kind of announced one of the differences between Disneyland and Disney World version is there's going to be more alcohol at Disney World just because mm-hmm. they serve more alcohol at Disney World to begin with. So yeah. the blue and green milk, there's actually going to be alcoholic versions Interesting. in Disney World. So I think the blue milk has rum and the green milk has tequila in it.
0: It makes more sense that it's non-dairy cuz I feel like wouldn't alcohol curdle the dairy? I don't know anything like that much about. I guess like
1: mudslides have
0: dairy yeah, in I them. Yeah, I guess they do. I mean, and they're alcohol Yeah, no, they're alcoholic milkshakes, so that's a dumb statement I guess. But I don't know. I feel like the alcohol would have some weird effect on milk.
1: Yeah, and I think I think that to your point, you know, they wanted a non-dairy milk so more people could drink it, but I also think that again, they, they had the alcohol in mind because a lot of people, the feedback from the blue and green milk was, is, it's really, it's kind of weird. Like it's not that tasty, but I, I almost wonder if with the alcohol in it, it, it tastes better. And so if they almost designed it with alcohol <laughs> in said, mind,
0: said nobody ever, Yeah, <laughs> this tastes better with alcohol.
1: But I wonder if, you know, I kind of wonder if they had it with alcohol in mind and, and those flavors work a little bit better. So it will be interesting to see it if there's, might. if there's better feedback at the Disney world version. So we'll see. Yeah. So a lot of exciting stuff. One other thing I wanted to touch on in the news section, since we're kind of talking about star Wars is this whole idea that uh, star Wars fatigue, that everybody's over star Wars <laughs> because Disney had their third quarter earnings report and their theme park attendance was down because as we've kind of mentioned, there's nobody going to Disneyland right now. Everybody expected huge crowds for Galaxy's Edge. And so I've seen a lot of media reports that Galaxy's Edge is a flop. Star Wars is going nowhere. Disney screwed up by building this. And I really think, you know, it's kind of misguided. Bob Iger came out and said, hey, you know, we screwed up a little bit by almost scaring people to the point that they didn't show up. Yeah. And all the annual pass holders were blocked out. And so that did hurt attendance. But to say that Galaxy's Edge is a flop and nobody wants Star Wars anymore, I think is misguided because if you look at Star Wars, The the Force Awakens is the number one movie domestically of all time. It made over $2 billion worldwide. The the follow-up to that, The Last Jedi, yes, a lot of fans didn't care for it as much, but it still made a ton of money. And then you had Solo, which was kind of a, a spin off <laughs> prequel but it's still made if you look at it
0: yeah but if, uh,
1: it could
0: it could technically be i mean you and i i i definitely my opinion was with definitely the crowds where i really loved the force awakens and the next two movies i was not really a fan of they were okay solo was not even okay in my opinion so it I know that there are people who are die hard Star Wars fans who've been following it since the beginning. And I think that a lot of those people might be the people that would go to these parks, but also these are the, those are the people that are like, I'm so hardcore that Disney's ruining it. So I'm not going to give Disney any more of my money. I mean, that's just, again, it's a theory, but well,
1: that's what I think. But I, I what I was going to say is, you know, the last Jedi, yes, a lot of people didn't like it, but it still did extremely well at the box office. Solo I think, you know, it had director problems, but if you look at the domestic box office, it made 220 million dollars or so domestically. Now Star Wars doesn't necessarily isn't as big in all the international markets. So domestically it did 220 million dollars. If you compare that to like the Ant-Man movies, mm-hmm. it did just as good or better domestically than both Ant-Man movies. It did better than the yeah. original Captain America movie. So I think the problem is Marvel does so well, and pe- every Marvel movie does really well because they're focused on a variety of characters. Whereas I think Star Wars' problem is it's focused on the same set of characters. Once they start these, you know, the Disney Plus series, the mm-hmm. spin off movies that they're making, and kind of expand the universe, I think that will help freshen it up. But to say, hey, you know, like nobody's going to see star wars anymore star wars is over yeah star wars is over because it just has these such high expectations but if you look at it not every marvel movie makes a billion dollars you know the ant-man are smaller movies some of the originals are smaller movies and i think we just kind of forget that um mm-hmm. because we're in this time of it's got to be a huge blockbuster or nothing and just because crowds didn't come to disneyland right away you know i don't think that it means it's over i think with Walt Disney World, you'll see much higher crowds, and especially once Rise of the Resistance opens, I think it'll turn around. So I just, I think it's it's misguided, and it's kind of you know people are grasping for you know kind of clickbait headlines that you know Star Wars is over, Disney's on the downturn. I was gonna say it is also very
0: this. sensational and uh, really interesting thing to say that Disney is having a flop because that is something that does not happen. So. I, it, yeah, it's it's sensational. It's a good. Right. It makes a good news headline. Right.
1: Yeah, but I just I just wanted to bring that up because I've been seeing a lot of, about that lately since they talked about the, in their uh, quarterly earnings report. So, all right. So I think that wraps up the news. So we will, you know, kind of now jump in to our our trip report. I think before we kind of get into our, our first day, it would be a good idea to just kind of do a, a quick overview of the entire Tokyo Disneyland or Tokyo Disney Resort rather. There's two theme parks. there's Tokyo Disneyland, Tokyo Disney Sea. They do park hopping and things a little bit different. So whenever you buy your tickets, you can't you buy your tickets for one park and you have to go for more than two days to be able to park hop. So the first day, you can only go to one of the two parks. The second day, you can only go to one of the two parks. And then the third or fourth day, you're able to then park hop. So we went for three days. So mm-hmm. our first day was at Disneyland. Our second day was at Disney Sea. And then the third day was between the two. So just to kind of let everybody know. Could
0: you spread those out? Because I know when we were, no, they have to be consecutive. Yeah,
1: they're, con- okay. they're consecutive days. So and I think they sell three, I think four day tickets is the most they sell. So okay. you could potentially do two park hop days and then two days at, at, at the park. So yeah, they have to all be um, consecutive days. So so yeah, so just kind of wanted to, to just kind of touch on that, just give everybody an overview. So we did start at Disneyland. So I think that's kind of why we'll start here. So I guess kind of your initial thoughts on the resort in general, Disneyland, before we kind of jump into the specifics of, of what we did there.
0: So my initial impression, I mean, anytime I walk into a Disney park, I get Really excited. Um, it was really nice. It's beautiful. I think the castle is uh like kind of a replica of World, right? Yes. Yes. Um, it's not as big. It's not as pretty as the one in Disney World, but again, it's way bigger than the one in Disneyland, uh, in California. It was really strange because you kind of felt like you were walking into a little bit of an alternate universe. Because one of the first things I noticed and. I know we talked about this in our Duffy episode, but so many people had Duffy and Duffy's friends on on keychains, on their headbands. Oh, they have headbands there instead of like Mickey ears. Yeah, Duffy
1: really is everywhere. We we talked about this, like you said, in a previous episode a month or so ago about how Duffy and he's essentially Mickey's teddy bear Right, is really what he is. For, for those of you uh, who aren't aware, if you want to learn more about him, you can listen to that episode, but... We talked about how he is very big in Japan, where he's not very big in the U.S. And it's true. I mean, as soon as we got in, you know, we're, we're walking to the gate, and the monorail goes by, and Duffy's yeah. painted all over it. And it's like, oh, right. he really is and like huge. And like you said, everybody there's has merch Duffy. like yeah. out the
0: wazoo. It's just backpacks and keychains and um headbands, and people seem to really and stuffed animals, stuffed animals. Too. I, mean, yeah. I mean, and people would carry them. They have like little almost like baby Bajorans for Duffy and Duffy's friends, Um, you would see... And it's not just children that you would see carrying those around. You would see adults uh, carrying Duffy, uh, having stuffed animals on, uh, having Duffy shirts on. I mean, it really... The one thing that I culturally that I noticed in Japan that I wish we would adapt a little bit more in America is that the line between adult and child was a lot more blurred. It was more socially acceptable to do things that kids typically do in Japan. It seemed like than it is in, in the United States. So for example, you'd see women, um, that were friends dressed together, like adults dressed alike, couples dressed alike, holding hand like women holding hands. Like, little kids do that, but adults don't do that, but it just seemed like it made it seem more like just a happy place that a simpler place where everybody is enjoying themselves. Uh, so that, that atmosphere really added to it.
1: Yeah. I think kind of my initial impressions, you know, like you said, one Duffy, he he really is everywhere. I think what I found interesting is, and kind of how, you know, Disney does this, they build a Disneyland park and kind of all these different places. So they call it the Magic Kingdom in, in Disney World, but it's essentially Disneyland. But they're all set up pretty much the same. I mean, and this is set up the same. So if you've been to Magic Kingdom, if you've been to Disneyland in California, it's set up the same way. They have Main Street. They call it the World Bazaar, but it, you know it's essentially Main Street. They have Fantasyland and you know Toontown and Tomorrowland and things. So even if you don't speak the language or, you know, you've never been to this park before. If you've been to one of the other parks, you can kind of intuitively know where all the rides are and, and where the different attractions are because they do have Space Mountain and Jungle Cruise and Big Thunder Mountain. And they're in the same kind of places they are in California or Florida. So I found that I found that pretty interesting. I also kind of was taken aback a little bit and found interesting that, Overall it like the atmosphere of it, it, it feels less kind of commercialized. So there's not as many like street vendors. So if you go to if you go to Disney World, there are if you're walking down Main Street, there's a ton of people selling those balloons or mm-hmm. or popcorn or souvenirs and things. Whereas in Japan, in, in both parks, Disneyland and Disney Sea, 're not really many street vendors i mean they, they definitely have a lot of merchandise but they're all in the gift shops i mean i, I did see like one person or
0: carts like the popcorn carts which were everywhere
1: correct but i i did see one person selling balloons but like there's not they're not out selling those glow sticks and and everything it just it again it just seems a lot less commercialized like they're not you can find the stuff if you want to buy it, but it's not in your face. Yeah, it's not in your face, which which I thought was interesting, and I think that kind of plays into and we'll get into this as we get into the rides. That you know what what I enjoyed about the parks was is they didn't s- seem to be um, so tied down to ha- to keeping with the classics and and Disney history, which. I don't mean to like disparage people who like enjoy the classics like that, but I think a lot of times, you know, in Disneyland and Disney World, they can't change some of those classic rides because, you know, Walt personally worked on them or people don't want to remove them because it's like that's a piece of Disney history. Whereas
0: it's just the historical context, it's right. not because. Yeah, it's not that we don't like the historical context, and they don't have that in Japan though. So they exactly. don't have to. They have a different like set that they have to work from, and so theirs are a little bit more technologically advanced than ours are. Yeah,
1: so they can have they more can updated. Ha- they can have those classic rides, but they're not beholden to not including characters or or um, you know, they're they're a lot quicker with integrating newer properties because it's like, oh well, if we need to change it's a small world, for instance, people aren't going to be outraged. It's like, you can't change the small world. It's one of the original rides because they don't know that in Japan. They know it's a fun ride, but they're not like, it can't be changed. So
0: yeah. And speaking of it's a small world, I think that that's probably a good place to start since we're already there. Um, It's a small world was a great ride. First of all, we walked most of the times that we were there, we walked straight on. But we were there on a Thursday, right? That was our first day.
1: Yeah, during the week, yeah, our first day at Disneyland on we Thursday. We walked in five minutes. Yeah, it was very. The crowds were very low. I mean, I don't think we waited more than twenty minutes for any ride, which was great, even without using Fast Pass. And then yeah. on Saturday, our third day, it was a lot more crowded. Oh, and so
0: and there was more like I think there was a twenty minute wait or fifteen twenty minute wait for Small World, which I mean again that's yeah, none, that doesn't really that's not very the telling weights,
1: yeah none of the weights were but we were waited too 70
0: minutes for monsters inc we waited right. a long time for that right.
1: and it was closed the first day monster saying so it had just recently it had just come back yeah, it had just recently reopened so we we went to that and when we say we it was went cl- to that one first in the morning so i think that's why the line was so long because a little bit later it, it died down a little when bit. when we said
0: it was closed it had been closed for a while for updates i believe right
1: yeah there's a lot of rides tokyo's getting the 2020 olympics so there's a lot of rides close for refurbishment because they're trying to get the parks up to date, trying to get new lands opened in time for the crowds for the Olympics. So, yeah, Monsters, Inc. was close for refurbishment, but luckily it did reopen uh, and we were able to ride that. But, yeah, to your point, going into, into Small World, I think this is a good example it is, it's It's a small world ride. I mean, it's the same ride. It's the same type of animatronic figures. It's the right. same song. But yet, but then they integrate
0: all of the, d- all other the Disney, Disney properties.
1: I mean, yeah. Do you think, have some of them written down that, that are in there?
0: Well, I can remember them. I counted 17 different Disney properties as I was going through. So, And that's not characters because they had multiple characters in the same movie. Right. So when you go in, almost immediately you notice uh, – Anna and Elsa are right there. Cinderella's right there. You see Pinocchio. You see Rapunzel. You Simba's s- in Simba it. Simba and Little Mermaid. And Pumba, Ariel. Little Mermaid. Um, Little Mermaid. It's a strange fit because it's Atlantis, which isn't a real place, but it works.
1: Yeah. Uh, so what? What? What they put them in with the countries. Moana. Yes, yeah, but it they they integrated. They're not just thrown in there randomly. So right. it's like Norway has Anna and Elsa. Africa has um the
0: lion king the lion
1: king you know nemo's there for like the ocean so yeah um, aladdin is
0: in china uh mulan is flying a kite yeah
1: aladdin is there for kind of like like the middle eastern country since he's not from a real you know country but yeah so it's really well done and it makes small world like such a better ride like i love this version of small world so much and this is kind of what i was talking about of I feel like if they try to do this in America, people would hate on it. People would yeah be very upset because they're messing with the classic. But I I personally wish they would do this in right. in America because, well, because those
0: other figures are I mean they're not meaningless because obviously they're still there. It's not Walt like it's all intended characters. The the ride is a way to kind of bridge the gap and make people understand that they're all alike. But it was just putting those other characters in kind of also shows you that Disney has made an effort to try to include various cultures, particularly more recently. Um, And it kind of just reminds you the fact that everybody, even though we might all look a little different, we're all the same.
1: Right. And it's not like the, it's not like it's just all Disney properties and all Disney characters. They still, the majority of the animatronics are, the small world animatronics you're used to mm-hmm. and and the people and and like you said kind of showing that they're comu- like Easter eggs yeah and they're kind of showing that community though and it's just sprinkled throughout you know they have an Anna and Elsa they have an Ariel but I, I just think it's so well done it just makes the ride so much more interesting mm-hmm. because a lot of people you know they love small world but then there's a lot of people that go like like, I can't stand that ride because it's 10 minutes of the same song over and over again. And it does kind of get a little bit repetitive. But when you have different things to look at, like, oh, man, look, there's Cinderella. Oh, there's Moana. You know, it kind of it keeps your interest longer.
0: Right. And when you... I mean, it was so humid and i think that this also plays into florida too it was so humid that we were also just so happy to get in out of the heat and into air conditioning yeah,
1: don't go to tokyo disney in july yes yeah. i mean it's i think that's also probably why the crowds weren't that high because it was, it was like very swimming through hot. the air yeah it was very hot and humid out so
0: i've but, never sweat so much in my life but
1: it benefited <laughs> us because there, there were did. short lines like it i did. said so an, another one so kind of moving on with the ride so we rode small world Another one where it's kind of a classic that they then added a character to, and I think people would be against this one more, and
0: mm-hmm. I could kind
1: of see this one, but it's, they have the Enchanted, Enchanted Tiki, Tiki Room, Room, but they add Stitch in it. Yep. I, so again, it's like everything in Tokyo Disneyland, it, it is just like the Disneyland you know, but yet... It's The bizarro design, yeah, but like with a twist to it, yeah. So
0: it's the enchanted tiki room, Stitch presents Aloha e komo mai. yeah. Now, this
1: one was cool because they had um translators, yes. So everything's in Japanese there. So, like, if and you- by
0: the way, he's not Stitch there, they call him Stitchy,
1: yeah. They call that's what, yeah, that's what they call him Stitchy in Japan,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but in all these rides, they're all in, in Japanese, all the signs and stuff are in English, so you're able to to know what ride you're riding um and and different things like that and like they'll tell you like safety things in english so if you don't speak japanese you can still go to the park and kind of enjoy you're able to to get through and you can order food by pointing to pictures and stuff like that but if you ride the ride so like jungle cruise it's all in japanese so you're not going to know what they're saying like Mm -mm. if when we
0: but even jungle cruise was different like the way that they had it it was different. it's worth writing, is what I'm saying. Even yes. though you don't know what they're saying.
1: Yes, yeah, you know, that's my point. It's like you may not know what they're saying. So if you go and do the Enchantiki room, what's nice there is they will give you a little like digital, um, like a little digital it almost, screen. It's like a little yeah. LCD screen that then plays it. They have different languages. So they ask you what language you want. So we told them about it in English, and it then shows the words in English, so you can understand what they're saying, which right. makes it cool. But yeah, it's essentially the, the Enchanted Tiki Room, and then there's a Stitch animatronic that pops out, and I think he plays guitar and stuff and sings along with them. So yeah. that's interesting. And again, I mean, I liked it, but I don't necessarily know that I would want them to change the Enchanted Tiki Room in the US. Like, Like, I'm very for updating Small World and throwing some characters in there, mm-hmm. but... I don't necessarily know that you need to add Stitch. Now, again, I'm not the hugest Stitch fan, so maybe that's why. But I think a lot of people that love Stitch would probably love this version of it.
0: It was just fun because the birds were talking about how um, something had happened. There there was like a weird visitor. I, I can't remember what it was, but things were going awry around the Enchanted Tiki Room, and they couldn't figure out why. And like some of the birds came down, and they had stitch ears on or something i can't remember exactly what i think it was stitch ears on and they were like we can't perform our song because you know this is this things are going crazy around here and then finally stitch came out it was it was just a fun playful version yeah, i don't really necessarily well think they yeah. should change right. the american versions but it was just it was fun knowing the context of what this normally is and then seeing kind of how they played with that and made it their own
1: yeah definitely so those were kind of the two classics that had the most changes to them, I would say. Um,
0: I would say Peter Pan, too. I mean, Well, Peter Pan
1: is very similar. They didn't change it really in any way. It's just more up-to-date, right. and the animatronics are a lot but better. But I know I've
0: complained about Peter Pan in the past and said that people wait so long, and I would never wait that long. Like, But it was a lot of fun going in Japan, because you're right. It, everything was updated. It looked great. It was air-conditioned. Um, so, I mean, I think we waited maybe 10 minutes... And I
1: think we might have waited longer than that for that I one. I think but, it was like but, 10. But we didn't wait like the hour and a half that usually the line is and for it.
0: I find that they seem to tend to overestimate the amount of time on their line waits even more, like more than typical. Like I feel like whenever you're in an American park and they tell you 50 minutes, it's around 50. But I felt like we were oftentimes 5, 10 minutes or shorter than whatever their wait time said. Um, except for with Monsters, Inc., we were every bit of the 70 minutes they told us.
1: Right. Yeah. So, so those were kind of the rides that were, were different. Uh, we can talk about Monsters, Inc. because that one is... Th- that They don't have that ride in any of the parks in the U.S. So in Disneyland, they do have a Monsters, Inc. ride, but this one is different. So this is called Monsters, Inc. Uh, ride and Seek. Ride and Seek, exactly. So you're, you're riding through and you have a flashlight and you're basically it's, trying to find hidden monsters.
0: It's kind of like the Toy Story ride where you kind of the blasters sort of
1: yeah it's kind of like toy story mania but there's no score and you're basically just you just have a light and you're shining it to find hidden monsters what's really interesting about this one and it's nicer than it's like a shooting
0: gallery almost like but it's
1: nicer than the than the disneyland monsters inc because they have animatronics I guess you're saying it's like a shooting gallery. Yeah, because you
0: shoot at something, and then usually there's an interaction. Yeah, um, I guess. Yeah, I, c- yeah, I can see so that. So you're shooting a flashlight at a particular target, and then that target reacts to whatever you are do, like right. whatever you right. whatever. But, there, but there's a lot more does, animatronics
1: yeah. in this version of it as well. So there's, there's Scully and, and Boo and Mike animatronics. So it, it's really well done. I mean, it's not the greatest ride in the world, but... Yeah, it's it fine. was not
0: worth the seventy minutes that we waited. We rode it twice because we I ran and got a we got a fast, fast pass, pass for it later, yeah. and then we ended up getting on the ride in like five minutes. <laughs> so it was kind of insult to injury after waiting seventy. Um, I kind of wish that we would have, and I mean, I guess we'll, we can move on to this. I wish we would have gotten that fast pass for Pooh's Honey Hunt. That would have been a better use of the fast pass.
1: Yeah, so so Pooh's Honey Hunt. That's a, another one where that version of that ride doesn't exist anywhere in in the park. So. I was probably, out of all the Disneyland rides, I was probably most impressed. I think you are too, with Pooh's Honey Hunt. Not so. probably. Definitely. So this one is a, a trackless ride vehicle. And the, the new Beauty and the Beast ride that they're building as well here is going to be a trackless ride vehicle. I kind of think after riding Pooh's Honey Hunt a couple times and seeing the concept art for Beauty and the Beast, that it's going to basically be the same ride. Mm-hmm except it's going to be themed to beating the Beast and not Pooh. But, but this not, was incredible. Neither
0: you or I are huge Winnie the Pooh fans. This ride, I mean, you might hear or read like Disney blogs that say, Pooh's Honey Hunt's a great ride. You have to ride it. You might hear us talk about it and say, I don't really care about Winnie the Pooh. Um, if you go, make sure you ride this ride. Get a fast pass for it. Um, it is an incredible ride. The animatronics look awesome. Awesome, yeah, they're all speaking Japanese. You can't understand anything they say, but there are so many different effects. You can in figure out ride. what's
1: going on though without understanding what they're saying.
0: You can, you yeah, can get the gist can. of the ride. With, you can't. I'm, I'm just saying, like, you don't know what all the little comments they yeah, make. Yeah,
1: but, but no, it it is just it's absolutely amazing because when we first got on, I thought you
0: look like you were on a train. Yeah, I thought there
1: were three cars attached to the train. And we kind of did move a little bit independently. I was like, that's weird that our car moved more than that one. But it makes sense because as soon as you go in, there are three independent cars that move, again, trackless, so you have no idea where you're going. And the choreography of it is just so impressive
0: because – it's like a Broadway musical. The choreography of it,
1: yeah. Because you have you have three cars moving around. You're each seeing different things. So depending if you're on the first, second, or third car, you see different scenes. So that right. adds to re rideability. Yes, because,
0: it's kind of like the um, the Tower of Terror in Disneyland, where the Guardians we, of the Galaxy. Yeah, version, yeah. yeah you want to
1: ride it to see the different songs.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Right. Yeah. So it's like this because I think the first time we rode it, we were in the second car, and then we wrote rode it once in the first car again. We rode in a couple different cars. so We got to see different things. But then at one point you go into a larger room and there are six cars in there. So it's like the group before you and your group are in there and you're basically yeah, it's a d- doing...
0: It's a dream sequence. Yeah.
1: And you're basically doing this elaborate dance in which all six cars are weaving in and out of each other at, at points. A couple of them group up to see a certain scene and then you're moving around And kind of spinning and dancing and the room is... Everything in the room is moving with you. And they have like mirrors that there
0: are things that show up in the mirror. Kind of like how they have that unhaunted mansion.
1: Yeah. You're interacting with just different scene elements. Uh, And it's it's just incredible. And because it's trackless, you don't know where you're going. On
0: our Instagram, I posted a video of the ride. If you want to see a visual of what we're talking about, because it might sound like a little mind-blowing check that out because it's
1: yeah it's kind of hard to envision because there isn't anything like this in, in any Disneyland. American parks yeah, or, Disney, to, or Disney yeah. world
0: or Universal for that matter
1: yeah yeah the whole the whole trackless ride system I kind of think from what we've heard about rise of the resistance and even um, Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway that's coming to Hollywood Studios and Disneyland in a few years, they are both trackless ride vehicles so i kind of think that those will be very similar to pooh's honey hunt i also think the ratatouille ride is a trackless ride vehicle that's similar and now again that's, i can see
0: Rat- ratatouille fitting really perfectly that's with just this kind of yeah, ride
1: that's just in disneyland paris so the international parks have had these trackless ride vehicles but you know, in the U.S., we haven't had that, but within the next couple of years, I think, like I said, with with Ratatouille coming and Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway and Rise of the Resistance, we'll get these chocolate ride vehicles. When did you vehicles. say
0: Ratatouille is opening?
1: Uh, I, I don't think they have an official date yet, but that's probably going to be 2020, 2021 in EPCOT. They want it for the 50th, so I think once those open, it will make more sense once you ride it. I will say, Pooh's Honey Hunt was incredible. Rise of the Resistance is supposed to be the greatest thing they've ever done. I can only mm-hmm. imagine if they're upping the technology you know, a, a few years later, how much more they can do with kind of a trackless ride system for something like that and just right. integrating it with the scenes. Can we, but, can,
0: can we real quickly move off the trackless ride, though, and talk about when Pooh goes to sleep and then it gets dark in the room and then he just starts doing like somersaults and floating up into the air and then stars come out, that part of the ride? Yeah,
1: that's a pretty... Pretty that impressive, was incredible um, effect. Because he's an animatronic, and then you're right. Then he falls asleep, and then it's like a, uh, almost like looks like a projection hologram of him.
0: And he just gets up and starts, yeah, flipping over end over end, and then floats down towards where the the dream sequence, that big room is that. And it, it's just like, and all the stars come out. It's incredible.
1: Yeah, there's a, there's a couple. Ride, so that's that's one effect that's pretty impressive. The other one, it's in it's in Disney Sea, and we'll we'll talk about the Tower of Terror when, when we get to the Disney Sea recap. But in the pre-show of their Tower of Terror, there is a cursed statue that kind of comes to life, and it comes to life. So there's an actual statue there when you're standing there. It comes to life via projection mapping, and then all of a sudden, it, it the statue disappears but like the projection mappings there and it happens so quickly that you can't see. I assume the statue kind of falls down the pillar it's standing on, but it happens so quickly. And I'm not sure if they keep the projection mapping up to make it seem like it's still there, that it's just a really well done effect that, you know, we only wrote it once. And when I saw it, I was like, how did that happen? Like it, it, it happens so quickly it seemed like it it really vanished right in front of your eyes, and you couldn't see it falling or disappearing. So it's really well done. So they they have it was a sp- lot. Of- I
0: think the lights went out for like a split second, yeah, and but, I think that's when they drop it. Yeah,
1: but it was yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, it's something like that. But it's so quick that it's really impressive. So they have they have a few effects like that uh, in these rides that that are really well done. Um, but yeah, so I, I think like you said, if it may make sense to kind of watch Winnie the Pooh um, the ride. I think even with that though, it's hard if you're not riding it to get the full effect of just how amazing it is to see those cars interacting like that. Moving on to some of the other rides. Um,
0: we were talking about, we mentioned Haunted Mansion. So I think now would just be a good time to have a little quick aside about Haunted Mansion. Well, that's
1: what I was going to say. Moving on to some of the other rides that are in other parks, but are basically the same here. So Haunted Mansion is one of them.
0: Yeah. It's, Again, it's basically the same ride. If you need to skip something, that would be what I would skip. Unless you're just a huge fan of Haunted Mansion and you need to ride it every time you go to a park. Yeah. It's, it is, there's nothing that I've caught that was really any different.
1: I will say, I think, and similarly how we've said about the other rides, is, it's just a little bit more up to date. So I think some of the effects are just a little bit newer and yeah. crisper. If you have a,
0: a canonical, you know, memorization of what, that ride is like then maybe you would find more differences but but what's interesting
1: yeah and what's interesting is and this happens in some of the rides you know we talked about everything's in japanese but like in the haunted mansion where the crystal ball is floating that's the it's literally the same um, recording that's in the U.S. So it's all in English. It's in English, yep. And so it, it is funny how there's just random stuff in English that it's not in Japanese at all.
0: That was the one thing I did notice that was different in that ride. The f- the head, like the crystal ball. I don't remember if it was... I don't think it was as big and it didn't float. Like ours mm. in the parks float and move right. up and down and it looks it really It just cool. sat on the table. It just sat on the table and I was really missing the fact that she floats in, in our parks. So um, yeah, if I were... To suggest one ride to skip, that would be it. Yeah,
1: so so haunted mansion's the same. I think the other ones that are the same as the U.S. parks are Big Thunder Mountain. Um, we rode that, but it, it's essentially the same ride. We rode the Jungle Cruise, like I said. It's all in Japanese. You really don't know what's going on. Yeah.
0: And we were trying to figure out if it was still a comedy, like a funny, funny ride. There was one girl in the front that was laughing. And I don't know if it was because she was with her friend and she was just like joking around with her friend or if there were jokes and she was trying to be the one person that like made everybody else laugh. So yeah, it was a very similar ride. The only thing about the Jungle Cruise that was different was I noticed the whole Lion King scene. Like, they had a whole, I think it was, was it the presentation of Simba? I can't quite remember what it was, but there was a whole scene.
1: I don't remember that at of all. The lion so. king.
0: You don't remember that? No, there's, I mean, there, there was were lions.
1: lions at the, Yeah, we, There were lions eating zebras, but that's in all the Jungle Cruises. There's not, they don't have a presentation of Simba in it.
0: It was yeah. It was very clearly supposed to be the Lion King. I have it written down that it was supposed okay. to be the Lion King. All right. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think they they have that something was the only one the of two ones.
0: representations of the Lion Kings that I saw in both parks was there and then on on um it's a small world. So,
1: yeah. So, but the Jungle Cruise is essentially the same. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean.
0: The beginning scenes were a little different, yeah. um, and then also the on um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Treasure yeah the yeah, treasure yeah. room Jack's treasure room at the very end was the improvement to the ride because you the treasure room went the whole way around you and then you actually because of the way that the ride unloads you pause in front of Jack so you actually get to, a chance to really look at him right
1: right yeah and all and all the pirates of the caribbean's like all, all the versions they're they're pretty similar but they have a little bit of little differences like Disney World is different than Disneyland this one is more similar to how Disneyland loads you ride through the restaurant um, to start the the Blue Bayou restaurant, same as you do in Disneyland, mm-hmm. and it, it's a very but it's a, a similar story, so it it's pretty similar as well. Um, Space Mountain is also like the Disneyland version of Space Mountain. Yeah, where you're sitting. two yeah. two
0: seats in, um, next to each other instead of one behind the other.
1: Right. I will say I I think this one at least whenever I rode and it's you know kind of hard to remember. You always remember the. Most recent one the best, but it seemed like it was brighter, like there were more stars in there, and the music was a little bit louder riding I, it. And yes, again, I'm, I'm not sure. My
0: memory is not that good.
1: Yeah. And I think just because maybe I was riding that one, I
0: still feel like I like I the world like version the most. But again, I think that just could be me saying, This is this was the first one I rode. So therefore, I like it the best.
1: Right. Yeah. So I think that that kind of covers. I mean, that covers a lot of the rides. So that's kind of like. We rode Snow White. Yeah. So those are the rides that are very similar. So some of the other stuff we rode, because we pretty much rode everything there that was open. So we rode um, Snow White's Adventure and um, Snow White's Daring Journey, maybe. And I think Pinocchio, or it's Pinocchio's Daring Journey. Snow
0: White's Adventures. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, it's Pinocchio's Daring Journey and then Snow White's Adventure. So, uh, yeah, we, we read both of those. Those are kind of probably some of the more original rides. They're a little bit older. Um, there's kind of straightforward, you know, rides. You're basically in a car moving on a track through the, s- the story.
0: Yeah, the Snow White one, um, it didn't really hold. I didn't it think was it very helped. abrupt. Yeah, it was. It didn't really hold very well to the story. And then when it ended, it was just like, what? It's done. Yeah, like Snow White was in it. It didn't have a very good conclusion. Snow White was
1: in it for like one scene. It was yeah, mostly the was Wicked Witch. Brief. Yeah. Yeah. And and the dwarfs were in it more. So but no, I, I mean I think all of the rides I think they were all really good rides. It definitely Pooh's Honey Hunt stands out. Um like we mentioned earlier, a lot of the stuff was closed for refurbishment. So we didn't get to ride the railroad, which I know you mentioned that there's apparently dinosaurs. You go on yeah, cable. I read some article that somebody
0: said that you go to, like it seems like a normal railroad and then you go to an underground scene and there are dinosaurs there. Right. And yeah, I was really bummed that we couldn't ride that.
1: Yeah, they because basically they were refurbing like essentially all of critter country because Splash Mountain was closed for refurbishment, mm-hmm. the railroad was closed, they had the rivers of America drained, so there was no water in there, so like the river boat was closed. So that kind of area. Um, was all closed for refurbishment. So we didn't get to ride any of that. Um, But we we did get to kind of ride everything else like we talked about. I think the other thing that was interesting is with the castle, they have a walkthrough attraction. And it is...
0: Dioramas.
1: Yeah, it's dioramas of the... Various uh, scenes from
0: Snow White. No, not Snow White. I'm sorry, Cinderella. Cinderella. Yeah, But they're done by different artists with different takes. So... There was like a one done with of Cinderella with gears, which is not something you typically think of with Cinderella. I mean, it's not elegant, but it was a really cool way, like a cool take on Cinderella. Right. And then it
1: ends with um, you, you end up in a room and you can sit on the, the throne chair and mm-hmm. you can also see the glass slipper. Now, the glass slipper is filled in, so you can't try to put your foot in it. Yeah. but you can at least see it and get your picture there were taken like with it. things so. that
0: said you could try on the glass slipper. I don't know what that was about. We didn't well, see I that. Well,
1: I did see when we were waiting in line, there was a cast member standing outside holding a glass slipper.
0: But I think hers was filled in too. No,
1: that was that was a normal one. So maybe that's where you could, she's walking around and you could try it on. But yeah, in, in the actual castle itself, you weren't able to uh, to actually try it on. But maybe there was some someplace else. So I'm not sure. Did you have any? Th- else as far as like the attractions go
0: no i think, I think we, that covers we everything went through the attractions now all we have left is more environmental stuff and uh like and like food
1: yeah so i so i think moving from attractions the other thing i noticed are just the number of like street that they have going on and shows oh, so oh. so there's a lot more just kind of happening
0: the shows throughout there's the so day. So many kinds of shows. Yeah.
1: So they had a really great show with again, this is another example of how they integrate n- property sooner. They had a Nick Wilde and Judy Hopps oh, yeah. show at the castle where they shoot fire, but also water. They're very they in the summer. It's so hot. It makes sense. They have these uh, shows where they basically just like spray you with hoses. Yeah. Uh, you know, so they have one in Disneyland. They also have one in Disney Sea that we'll talk about when we review that. But yeah, so it's it's Nick Wilde and Judy Hopps dancing yeah, in front didn't of the stay. castle. Yeah, we
0: didn't stay. for the that whole one, but we did the one in Disney Sea. Yeah, but
1: it... It, but it's a great show. It's a great way oh, to pull cool yeah. off. People love it. I mean, they they and the they're, costumes are getting wide. wet. Like you can yeah, see, they yeah. were
0: they were wet. It was really cool. And they
1: wait. I mean, people were waiting like half an hour, forty five minutes beforehand to get in the splash zone. Yeah, <laughs> to see this. So so it's great. But yeah, there's just a lot of other. So there's big shows like that, but then there's there's just little like street shows too. Well, isn't
0: but this is another thing we need to talk about too. Isn't there? I believe that might have been one of the shows that you can get into the drawing for to be in the splash zone. Possibly, I'm not sure. Yes,
1: so they do a lottery for reserve seats for their shows. So there's the Judy Hopps and Nick Wilde show. Also in Disneyland, they have um, One One Man's Man's Dream Dream Part Two or something like that, which which we saw, which was really well done. Um, Um
0: and yeah. Do well. You do you want to finish and say that the other shows that we can t- then we can talk about? Well, those are kind of like One the Man's two. Dream. Those are like
1: the two like big shows. But you can enter a lottery because they have multiple show times. So you can enter a lottery to get reserved seats. And if you don't win the lottery, then you have to go wait in line. And people, again, they're lined up an hour or so before the show starts to get people a non-reserve loved the seat. Shows there, and yeah. they were really they're really good. well done. Yeah,
0: really good. The, so, like I said, we saw One Man's Dream too. And it was so much fun. There were characters that you don't typically see in our Disney parks that were featured in this one. Um, And there was singing. Yeah, it
1: basically runs through. It starts with Mickey and Minnie, and they're in black And black and and white. And then they move to color. And then it kind of runs through the original animation. So you have, like, the original princesses, Snow White and Cinderella. You have... I think Maleficent was in it. So it's more of like those early yes. it's more of those early movies. It doesn't get into like Beauty and the Beast and and Aladdin and things um, like that. Well, it so. does.
0: I mean it has there's a whole song in of from Ants, which again, Ants isn't a oh, that's true. isn't yeah. a property there was, there was that they particularly right. usually right. do a lot with. I know they had it. I forgot about Was it Disneyland ants. that had the Ants Land that they got rid of?
1: Yes, Bugs Bugs World. Or bug's, bugs Life World. Bug's life? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um so they had the ants and then they also had a number, uh Turk was in it. And it was Turk with Louie or I can't remember his name from the jungle book. And they were doing like a mashup of the song that Sync plays, the dooba doo, da ba da dooba 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 do da 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 and they play like the instruments in the camp. That song with Ooh, I wanna be like you Yeah, that song. So it was that was really um that was my favorite, I think thing in that show but it was a really really good show
1: yeah they have they have really good shows there and yeah like I said I mean just just in general they lean on them more I mean there's a they have like that show had four or five showings I think the Judy Hopps Wild show had four or five showings so there's definitely you know a lot of that to kind of keep people entertained throughout the parks as opposed to just um the rides and things What's interesting is they have characters out, but it's kind of like a free for all.
0: Oh my so, gosh! So the meet
1: and greets are you basically? It was giving me anxiety. They just kind of walk around, and they have a cast member walking with them, and they
0: can't really walk. Like they can't. Yeah, move. they get
1: mobbed essentially, and and people. Just I can jump. completely
0: say why they see why they don't do this anymore. So when we were kids, they had characters out and about in Disney World, and I like I remember. Thinking as an adult, man, I really wish that they still had this. No, nope. I've seen the, the 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 scary side of this now. The dark side of it. Yeah, I mean side, they still yeah. have. I mean, in the
1: U.S. parks, they do have characters out, but it is a much more formal meet and greet. You have a line. There's a photo pass photographer taking your picture, and I think that's where the difference is because in in the Tokyo parks. There, People I, did see, no, I did see no, but I did see photo pass photographers like yeah maybe like four or five of them, but they're not.
0: There were some that had lines,
1: but they're not there taking pictures with all the characters. Now, like Duffy, he's not walking around; he's at a set place and he line wasn't up either. Yeah, so because there's an hour wait for them, so there are still some of them like that, but there's a lot like Mister and Mrs. Incredible are just walking around. We saw Corella Deville walking around. We saw. Uh, Pluto and Goofy, and they're just Marie walking from the
0: Aristocats, right?
1: And people are just walking up to them, and you kind of just walk up, get a selfie, and move on. And, There's no interaction, right? And, and and it's just kind of you kind of have to push your way in a little bit. I mean, nobody's pushy because everybody's very like polite, so it's not like it's it's not like people are pushing
0: you out of the way. I mean. People you do, have to be very pushy to get yourself in there. Like people you have come to, you in You have to step up. And yeah. they would not like wait for you cuz you'd been there. Like but they're not you gonna, had and then the other thing that I noticed that would happen if the character took two steps one way and you were in the front and you'd been there a while, people would fill in around you and suddenly you were in the back right. again. But
1: nobody's going to like push you. Oh yeah yeah. Nobody's going to like push you out of the way if you're trying to get a picture, but you do have to It's not like You have to be very bold. Yeah, it's not like you're going to stand there and be like, "Oh, well that person went, now it's my turn." If you think it's your turn, you're going to have to kind of take a step forward or or call the character and say, hey, Goofy, like, can I get a picture? And they do respond to that. I mean, they try – I noticed they looked around a little bit. Like, the characters do try to look around because at one point, I think we got our picture with Goofy. I mean, he pointed to us and was like, you're next. Right. Like, they were taking a picture with a family and he pointed to us so that we – he knew we were next. So they do it a little bit, but yeah, it, is that was pre- the character it is pretty much a free for all
0: that did the best at it. I mean, I think I went up to about five characters and got my picture taken with one of them. Um, it was, it was, and I will say crazy.
1: every time, most of the time, I don't want to say every time, but most of the time I saw a character, it was when they were leaving. We, yes. <laughs> it always we kept catching them. Yeah. somehow. So I think they're always, they're probably only out for a short period of time, but yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy to see, you know, there's just, 15 or 20 people, like always following them around. And they do try to have uh, a few characters out in the same area. So it's not everybody on one,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, so it's maybe 15 or 20 people to like three or four characters as opposed to 50 or 60, you know, kind of mobbing one. So, I mean, it's interesting to see, but yeah, you, you definitely do have to be bold if you want uh, your, your picture with them. Um, I think probably the last thing to talk about is maybe some of like the merchandise. And some of the food stuff. So right. you, you mentioned briefly the merchandise. They have headbands there. They have a lot of different stuff. So headbands are really big there. Yeah, so they, they have...
0: still have Mickey ears, but people don't wear them like they do in the American parks. They're they are bigger. Um, hats and headbands are bigger. And... Right. So
1: they have these they have these interesting hats. I got one that looks like the character is like eating your head. So I have <laughs> I have a goofy I one.
0: Mean, I wouldn't say that, but yeah, it's well, on top well, of your head. Well, yes. because
1: it's like his mouth is open. I mean, you're basically your head is in his because the nose is over your head, and then his like body's behind you. It kinda, oh, I
0: didn't take it that way, but I yeah. guess you could. It kinda, look i mean, at it kind of looks like that. like that.
1: Yeah, but these big oversized. But hats. there's not like
0: a chin strap that's the bottom of the mouth. No, no, and then except for I think there was a there was a Rex one from from Toy Story that was like that. Yeah, though. that
1: looked like yeah. So there's there's a there's a bunch of them, but then like you said, the headbands are kind of like their ears. I mean, they have where well, they have the aliens. They so I got the
0: alien one, but they had
1: Winnie the Pooh.
0: Yeah. Um, okay so
1: dalmatians i
0: bought the one from from toy story because i thought that that one looked the most disney like but then they had other ones that were really cute that just you don't necess- if you weren't in a disney park you wouldn't realize that they were supposed to be disney so they had yeah the dalmatians from 101 dalmatians they had rabbit ears um i think that they might have been thumper i'm not 100 positive and that's why i wasn't getting them i think they might have had judy hopps ears too
1: right uh i think they had nick wilde they years. didn't have Nick Wilde okay. or else I would have bought okay.
0: those. Um, they had uh, Winnie the Pooh. They had Tigger, again, but it kind of looked like a general tiger. Right. Um, so they had a bunch of different... Oh, they had slinky dog ears. So Yeah,
1: yeah so that, that that's kind of like the, the big thing. I think what I was thinking of Nick Wilde is... The other big thing is they have like these small... They're almost like, like change, change purses. purses yeah. yeah, but because they have paper tickets there, everybody kind of buys these small little purses or bags, if you want to call them, to hold their tickets in them. It's real nice. You can you can keep your ticket or your Fast Pass in it, and there's like a little little slot in the back for like a credit yeah. card. But they are very popular, and they have if so you don't many have different big, characters.
0: If you don't have the big iPhone or the big Galaxies, um, you probably could fit your phone in on Yeah, it's
1: too small to fit like a bigger phone in. Yeah,
0: like I have the big one. In my, like I tried to fit it in because I was going to get one, but I was like, there's no – I can't put my phone in here, so – Right. What else am I going to carry? But
1: they have a ton of characters, and that's where we saw like Nick Wilde. Yeah, and Judy of those Hopps. Purses. Those we, yeah. we yeah. kept
0: trying to find the Nick, Nick Wilde and Judy Hopps purse because if I was going to get one, they that was prob-
1: it. Yeah, they were probably older ones, but they have a ton of a ton of those characters. Yeah, so I think that's was interesting. Overall, it's, the merchandise is pretty inexpensive. I oh mean, yeah, everything seems to be around like twenty dollars. Like whether it's a T shirt. Yeah,
0: I got a Minnie Mouse skirt for for nineteen dollars. Yeah. yeah,
1: their T shirts were like nineteen dollars or twenty dollars. Their ears were like nineteen dollars or twenty dollars. These purses, so. It's a, lot, uh, more reasonable uh, yeah, it's a lot more reasonable than the American parks, yeah. except
0: for one thing. Um, Oh, but one other thing I did want to point out, I, not necessarily, there were a lot merch wise. Um, they, so if, if there was a secondary character to Duffy in the Disney parks over there and, in, in Dis, uh, to Tokyo, the secondary character would not be Mickey. It would be Donald. Donald. Yes. Duck Donald was, was huge everywhere. They
1: actually were having the Donald's, um, like summer jam session or something like that in um
0: in tokyo disneyland yeah, yeah. he was like wearing um kind of oh man i'm trying to think like they had a, a whole show that he was almost looked like chiquita banana yeah that <laughs> was one of the
1: other shows in disneyland was a like a donald
0: yeah um, kind of dance party yeah Raid. yeah so he he's huge and the thing that people were doing i saw this a couple times is the one piece of merch that isn't Cheap there was stuffed animals or stuffed animal related things. So they had keychains, they have big keychains um, that are little tiny stuffed animals that you can put on your purses, your bags, and they have both the keychain part to it and also there's a like pin, a, a pin that is it, attached yeah. to the back like a safety pin, but it's it has it's it's attached to the back of the of the keychain so that you could also pin it to whatever bag you have. And I noticed a lot of people had those. Like, they had and bags they're like, that were and completely like collecti- covered. And they're
1: collectible because they come out with different ones every year. So, right. they don't have pin trading over there. But this kind of is like a, a little bit of a replacement because every year yeah. they come out with... I mean, there are brand- pins,
0: but they're not like pins here.
1: They don't trade pins. So right. there's no pin trading. So, But they have these ones where it is... They have like the year on the foot, so it's they come out with different versions each year, and they have the year marked on them. So it's kind of their you know collectible item. But you're right, because some of like the full size Duffy stuffed animals, I think you said were like a hundred dollars or something. Yeah, like the, that. so there were yeah. some
0: huge du- like big duffies. They were a hundred and some dollars. But I think even, even if the... you wanted the duck, because I wanted to bring home one of those duffies that you dressed. Those were forty dollars if you wanted one of those, and then the outfits another like twenty. Yeah, but I think
1: even these even these keychain. They um, were twenty things. Yeah, they, they were nineteen. They, they I still think. weren't overly expensive. Like I said, it seems like everything kind of like their general price. If they have no idea, it's like nineteen or twenty dollars. Like yeah. that just seems to be. You could probably pick up seventy five percent of the items in there, and it's <laughs> going to be twenty dollars or less, which is pretty impressive. So I, mean, I wonder can, if there's
0: not some market research over there that people will buy anything if it's twenty or under. Yeah,
1: it's a li- everything seems to be a little bit cheaper. So I think the last thing talk about. I mean, the food over there. The the one place we ate at in Disneyland for sit down restaurants we ate at the Blue Bayou uh, restaurant, which is the restaurant that is in the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. So the Pirates of the Caribbean ride actually goes past that, and that was I think really really nice. I mean they have that in Disneyland as well. They have the restaurant where the Pirates of the, of the Caribbean we. Didn't eat at that one when we went to Disneyland, but we actually made the reservation for the restaurant, <laughs> not realizing not it, was, <laughs> it
0: was the one that was in Pirates. Yeah, of the the Pirates
1: went through it, but we just
0: liked the menu and we saw that it had multiple courses, and we were hungry because yeah. we weren't sure quite what to
1: eat. Right, and again, and it's very reasonable. I mean, we, there was a multiple course meal where you got um, super salad, you could get uh, a main dish, so there was like chicken or steak, and um, and there were some other items. And and then, it was some sort of fish item, I yeah, think. Yeah, there was a fish. And then you got sides with that. And then plus you got dessert. And I want to say it was $25, $30 a person. I mean, it was definitely a little bit more expensive. It was pricey,
0: but it was nice that you got multiple different courses. Right.
1: Yeah, it, w- it was pricey because it was a sit-down restaurant. Right. And it was a little bit, you know, upper-scale food. But, I mean, really, 20 or $30 a person isn't that bad on account if you go to... Uh, Disneyland and Disney World, and you get quick service, and you're getting, you know, maybe a hamburger, fries and a drink, and that's maybe going to cost you $16. You know, so overall, it's pretty reasonable. I mean, their their quick service food, you know, wasn't that expensive. I mean, you're, you're looking at like 5 or $6. I think a popcorn was $4, not for the popcorn buckets, but but it was like four dollars for like a, a regular one. So the, the food, everything there, I think, is a little bit more reasonable. I mean, the tickets are even a little bit cheaper. But yeah, so I think it was a, a really good meal overall, especially for the price.
0: Yeah, I I definitely enjoyed it, and I really will say good atmosphere too. Yeah, it was a yeah, it was great atmosphere. So one thing that we we kind of because of the flavor palette, like the the palette's a little different. Over in Japan than it is in, in the United States, especially this first day, we struggled with well, where do we want to eat because we don't necessarily want to eat curry, or um, we were expecting like lots of teriyaki things or whatever, and that wasn't that wasn't a thing that you could really yeah, get.
1: And, and this is where not speaking the language inhibits you a little bit because it is kind of hard to tell what the different places serve,
0: right, uh, and, and what's in all of the foods because sometimes they would I mean I don't know if I necessarily noticed this in Disney land but out in the world in Japan Just I would in Japan in general, yeah, yeah, I would find that I would see like for example one time I got a spicy veggie pizza. Okay, what would you think would be in that? Well, vegetables, right? But my pizza came out and it had sausage spicy on. sausage on it which I was okay with because it made the pizza way better and I'm not vegetarian. But if I were Still doing vegetarian or whatever, I would be so upset when they came out. That right. came out.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that that's the one thing where it's a little difficult. Now I will say, I mean, ordering is fine because they have English menus. They have that either have pictures on them or the words in English, and the the servers there are really good. Of hey, just point at what you want, and, and you know, tell me do you want one of these or two of these, and. So it makes it easy. So even if you can't speak Japanese, you know there's a menu that has the word in English and the word in Japanese. so you can point to it. they can read it and you can read it. Right. And you're able to order. So we never really had any problems of us getting something that we didn't order. right you know I mean, I think that went really well. Um, yeah, what, you just have
0: to be clear and know what you want whenever right. you get there so that you can make sure that you impress it upon them. Right. And they do have people there that do speak English. They'll have like a special little pin on their uniform that will say English on it. Um, but they're not necessarily everywhere. Uh, that was kind of a little bit, I think, of a shock to both yeah, of us. But that, most
1: people know enough English to right. order. Do you want water? Check, you know, stuff like that. But yeah, right. if you had a lot of questions or dietary restrictions, it may be kind of difficult to explain all
0: Right. And I think that sometimes when you read different Disney blogs or uh, people do, I've read a couple that did say, oh yeah, they they speak a lot of English there. But like Joe and I are saying, our experience wasn't that. It was that we could convey to them our basic needs and they were able to understand that and able to interact with us on a basic level. But you're not having full-blown conversations with them or again, asking about ingredients.
1: Right. Well, the the other thing I wanted to mention uh, about the food was the lack of (laughs) <laughs> the mickey themed snacks that i'm so used to <laughs> so i was like i need to find a mickey pretzel i need to find a mickey bar i need to it find was so
0: hot we I both need, really wanted a mickey bar i need
1: to find mickey waffles and i go there and there's not as much there's really, they really don't have that stuff that that's mickey shaped they do not have soft pretzels there at, at all so there's no mickey We've, pretzels
0: somebody had a Cinnamon sugar ones, yeah, from but, somewhere. But, but, but there's
1: no, there's no Mickey pretzels. Yeah, they do not have Mickey bars. What they have is Mickey. Um, they're like it's like a there's frozen a fruit
0: bar. Yeah, it's like a popsicle kind of. And they also had like ice cream bars. And
1: they have ice cream sandwiches, which they have those in the states too. The ice cream sandwiches. The um, the fruit bars were good but they were not as good as the Mickey well, the Mickey bars.
0: You ordered the the ice cream sandwich ice cream and sandwich. I ordered the fruit bar and thinking we, that and then, we and then we both didn't yeah. like ours very much. Tried the other one and was and like switched. I like yours better. And I
1: couldn't find um Mickey waffles but the first day but we did actually the, the third day we were there we happened just to stumble upon this little
0: it was called the Great American Waffle Company. Yeah, and it was right, right on like basically what would be the, our main street. Yeah, it
1: was kind of on Main Street. What was interesting is the map we had. We thought listed all of the food options, and, and then didn't. we found out it didn't because this wasn't on there. So we, I did get a Mickey Waffle, and it's a big day. old yeah. Mickey Waffle. Yeah. It's
0: not those little tiny ones that you get, which I saw again on Instagram that people you can find the little mini ones but this was a big old mickey waffle like you can't get yeah, it in the states yeah,
1: it was the, the full-size waffle so so it was it was really good so ultimately found some mickey stuff but yeah there's not there's not as much no uh no mickey bars so i was a little disappointed
0: and then on your waffle uh you got yours plain i think i got it
1: with uh strawberries and ice cream on it
0: yeah so you can get it with strawberries and ice cream you can get it with maple sauce they called it i don't know if it's syrup or if it was just a flavored sauce
1: syrup yeah
0: um you could get it with chocolate sauce strawberry and custard sauces or there's a seasonal waffle so when we were there it was the mango and vanilla ice cream waffle so there are a lot of like cool dessert waffles that you can that you can have um there and it was it was pretty delicious and they make them and they come out like golden brown even just going in there is fun because they have a glass window you can see the lady uh, or gentleman behind the scenes making all the waffles with all the waffle irons and that was so much fun just to watch so in addition to that at sweetheart cafe they had yeah mike wazowski melon bread and i wasn't expecting so i had seen that this is a snack that you have to try so i was on the hunt for it.
1: There was more uh, I wasn't Mike expecting. Wazowski and Pixar themed food than there was <laughs> than Mickey Shea Mickey. food. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I wasn't expecting a lot, honestly, because I was thinking, oh, well, it's a sweet bread. That's okay. Maybe it will be decent. But it really, it tastes like bread in every way except for it's sweet and it tastes like a ripe, delicious cantaloupe. Like it was so good and the bread was so soft. It was yeah it was so so good and also they had sweet potato pie there like not a slice of pie but it was a pastry and that was amazing it was so many good pastries and yeah if you so go to japan many good pastries the first thing you will learn french pastries that they, they are balling at french pastries i'll
1: do the french at french pastries it's incredible
0: i mean i don't know we've never been to france but the, they well, do, i'm gonna
1: say it they do it
0: <laughs> they have a relationship with france that um like they they very much have a Culture that respects France and France respects Japan, like you can tell being there. And you, if you seriously, when you go there, I mean, we ate primarily bread the whole time. We when were I'm there.
1: gonna go to, when we go to Epcot in November, I'm gonna go to the Japan Pavilion. and Ask them, why aren't you making the French pastries here? <laughs> because. They need a French pastry shop there because
0: make it realistic. Yeah,
1: because their pastries are so delicious.
0: Yeah, they were so good. But and so
1: a lot of this stuff, like you're saying, like the sweet potato the melon go- bread, it's a, like it's a it's a pastry. I mean, it's all right. of, like bread pastries, which right. they do very well. And
0: then if you want more of a Japanese kind of treat, they have the aliens from Pixar. Um, excuse me, I don't think I wrote down where we got this, but they have the little aliens and their mochi. And, and they this also, was a, I this think, was in Disney Sea. That's I probably think they why. All,
1: we also saw that they had. Um, Olaf mochis as well.
0: I think at one point in time, I don't know. If yeah, I'm not sure they still did had or not. it, but they. But yeah, they yeah I, in we'll ones. probably talk about this when we talk about Tokyo Disney Sea. But yeah, they had that. It's like a red bean paste that is flavored. It sounds really gross because it's beans, but it's sweet. It's very good. Yeah, it's, very good. it's
1: not beans like we think of beans. It's a sweet beans. So. Right.
0: Um, also, the I think one of the better things that I had when I was there, they have a pizza spring roll, and this was in Toontown that we ended up getting. I think it was right by Mickey's house. And it was it was pepperoni pizza. I held mine vertically, and I shouldn't have been because I let all like the top part was very just bland, and then when I got to the bottom, it was just filled with all the all cheese the and pepperoni. Slime. Yeah, <laughs> so it was real. It was it was. Well, quite
1: you didn't good. want to eat it because it was so hot to begin with, and then it just right. And I wasn't slid.
0: feeling well that that day either, so I wasn't really hungry, but I knew I wanted to have this treat, and I knew I needed to eat. And anyway. there was always
1: room for food for you.
0: That's true. Um, And then I think this is really my last note. Oh, we did stop and we got, I I don't remember, some cafe. We got the French French toast Toast. that was Mickey shaped. That was was good. Another thing that they do there is they they don't seem to really be as big on maple syrup, but they have this other syrup. It's clear.
1: What was it was called gum
0: syrup I think. I think it was called gum sir or yeah. yeah gum syrup or something and it's very sweet it almost kind of tastes like it's maybe just like a sugar
1: yeah it's clear I syrup mean, yeah con- yeah concoction
0: yeah. and it was good it was it was really delicious i had i think i had that with my um with my french toast uh and it was yeah, Mickey french toast, it was really so. tasty so the last thing about food and joe's already kind of touched on this popcorn is huge um, particularly these popcorn tins say, I don't that know that have.
1: popcorn is huge it's the popcorn collectible tins no, the is, pop- which, is which is what's huge i think people love I and mean, they like popcorn cuz there's a ton of different flavors but they love these collectible tins they're like
0: uh, yeah, $25 tins but they're more like they're plastic they're you basically wear they wear look, look like purses um yeah. and they're big hollowed out containers that close up
1: they have a strap you can wear them around your right. neck but they're themed so there's there was i think the aliens and the claw so, that they moved yeah Steamboat have Steamboat like, willie
0: all the ones i saw there was here. there was a
1: nemo one where his eyes actually moved
0: yeah so there's cinderella's coach olaf Winnie the Pooh in a tree stump, Lightning McQueen, Stitch, a mini bow, uh, Mr. Potato Head, an alien claw machine, like you said, Chip and Dale in a basket, Duffy in front of a suitcase, R2-D2 and BB-8. Yeah, and yeah. those are just some of the yeah, ones those, we saw. Yeah,
1: those are a ton of them. So each popcorn stand, there's they serve a different flavor, but then they also have a different... Um, popcorn tin and
0: you basically have to i mean if you were a person that for example i was thinking about getting one of these tins i liked the steamboat willie one i thought it was really cool and i was like on a search of all the popcorn places to figure out which one of these flavors has steamboat willie like it took a while for us to figure out where it was
1: and and i think they changed them like they had a in disney sea they had a soaring one because the soaring ride opened so they had a special one um, around Soren as well. And one thing I found out after the fact, and I think this is why so many people have these popcorn tins there, is if you book... So we didn't stay at a Disney hotel. Um, so we didn't stay on property when we were there. But if you book a Disney vacation at one of their hotels, you actually get a voucher for a popcorn tin. Oh, really? Included, yeah. So they, they give you vouchers for... Like one merchandise item, one food item, one fast pass. There's different levels depending on the, the different like level vacation package you want to buy. But a lot of the vacation packages include that. So I think a lot of people staying there get a voucher for a free popcorn tin. So they're going to go get one.
0: And I think uh, I mean I think that's it's ingenious of them too, because you figure, I mean, I was walking around and I was like, Oh, I kind of want one of those. Those are cool. And then the more I saw people with them, the more I wanted one. So even the people who don't stay there, they're buying and the the popcorn tins were like 25, $26. Think, yeah. they, that's why we didn't end right. up with one. Cause they were pretty pricey. Um, and then if you wanted to get them refilled, I think they were $5 to refill. Correct. Them. Correct. So I mean, it was a pretty sizable yeah. It's a good deal tin. if you get a
1: free one, including your vacation right. package. You're there a few days, and then you can you can refill it. But yeah, for us to buy and then trying to figure out how to get it in our our luggage because they're pretty big. Yeah, I mean, they're, and they're, they're they're plastic. You can't fold yeah. them up or anything. You'd already purchased all the souvenirs that they sold. <laughs> That's true. And so it was like we already had a yeah. At
0: this point, I was, I was already, feeling like I was greedy if I, I bought any. I was other already thing.
1: worried. I was like, how am I going to get all this stuff back? Yeah. <laughs> Let alone fit in anything else. So. Right, but yeah, so I, I think that's kind of why they're they're so popular. But yeah, it's it's really interesting. I mean, I think overall, really enjoyed oh, but, Disneyland. Go ahead.
0: I one other. Like, I mean, we mentioned there are different popcorn flavors, but I mean, there was curry, there was chili, Chinese, Chinese chili. chili. There was honey. There we had salt. Chocolate. There was chocolate. Yeah, there but, was caramel. Right. Um, they had a bunch of different interests. I mean, there were some that you would see in the U.S. <clears throat> I'm sure you would see caramel and and salt in the U.S. and maybe even chocolate. chocolate but yeah. the Chinese chili—I mean, I wish I would have tried that one—and um, the curry. And I know that there were other flavors too that I'm not really uh, not are or not, aren't coming to mind right now. But yeah, they they were masters of the various yeah, a lot popcorn of flavors. A lot of different
1: flavors. So wait but yeah, but I think like I said, overall, I mean, really enjoyed. Tokyo Disneyland I think it's a great park again if you're familiar with Disneyland or the Magic Kingdom set up the same way you can kind of I think that helped because I kind of just intuitively knew everything was but it mm-hmm. was interesting to see those differences of the characters in small world or or something um like Pooh's Honey Hunt that we've never been on before yeah. um, I mean j- it's
0: it's almost worth if you're a big Disney Parks fan it's worth Going all the way to Tokyo just to ride Pooh's Honeycomb. Yeah,
1: I mean people, and we'll talk about Disney Sea next week. And people, you know, a lot of people say that that's the best theme park uh, ever made, and it is really well done from a theming perspective. But the the Tokyo Disney Resort is one of the top resorts. I mean, I, I I love Florida, and it's close, so it's easy to go to. So I think that's why I love it so much. But I would go back to Tokyo in a heartbeat. I mean, in a couple of years, when they open yeah. the Beauty and the Beast ride, they're expanding Disney Sea. There's going to be a lot of new stuff to go to. They're really great theme parks. I mean, from, like mm-hmm. you said, the shows and just the atmosphere and they, of it. They
0: switch up those shows, like you yeah. we were saying. like, yeah. I mean, we weren't really, I don't think we quite realized how cool and how popular the shows were until we had been there for a day. Uh, that first day, we probably could, I don't think we entered the lottery at all the first day. Correct. Because we didn't realize that that both parks had the lottery. I think yeah. I knew about the, the lottery at sea.
1: And we didn't even mention it at the end of the day, the electric... Oh,
0: light parade. parade. Yeah, the electric yeah. light
1: parade. So, um, Which is kind of like the, the paint the night parade at um, Disney California Adventure. But it's really well done. What's interesting, and this is a tip if anybody goes, you sit for the parades. Right. You do not stand. Everybody sits, which is really nice. You don't have to you worry about... see everything yes. so well. And if well. you do stand up, they will yell at you and tell you to sit. tell you to sit. Because I stood up
0: just to stretch his legs. Yeah,
1: just and there was nobody behind me. We were in the like the last row.
0: There was literally a railing behind us. There was a rail Joe. behind
1: us. And there was like a break in the action so I was like I'm going to stand up for a second. And they weren't mean, but the cast member was walking through to Yeah, he waved for me to sit back down. I was like, "Okay." So, yeah, so there which it does it. It makes it nice to be able to see that stuff, but yeah, there's there's just so much stuff there. I think I need to go to Disneyland again to kind of get a, a better gauge on it, but I would almost put uh the Tokyo resort above Disneyland and i probably right below Disney world. I think probably Disney World's still my favorite place to go, but I probably would go, I'd say Tokyo and then Disneyland, but they're kind of like two, three right there.
0: Yeah, I think that's a tough call because I think Disneyland... Is. Disneyland is cool. And we've cool. only been there once. Yeah, so but I thought hard. Disneyland was cool for me because the two parks are so close together. It's very easy to park hop yes. between the two of them and between Cars Land being very unique. And um, I love... I mean, that... Gar- again, I know that I'm not... Yeah, Guardians, This yeah. isn't necessarily a popular opinion, but the Guardians Tower of Terror ride is,
1: Right, and that's uh, to the me, thing. a blast. And they're building the whole Marvel land there. I mean, I- and that's the great thing is like, they just keep outdoing each other. So mm-hmm. I think... I think you can't really go wrong what Disney park you go to. I mean, right. if you go to Japan, it's a great park. But if you never go there and you just go to Disneyland or Disney World, they're great parks too. Like you're not, you know, you're not missing out right. by going to one or the other. But I, I definitely do think it's worthwhile if if you're somebody that wants to travel internationally or likes to travel internationally likes Disney and wants to go to some of the different parks to see some of the differences, I think Tokyo is a great one to go to. Right. And,
0: and if this is, this is something that interests you and you're like, Oh, I want to go to Disney, but I don't necessarily want to spend my whole time there message us and we'll give you, we'll tell you what some of the other things we did while we were there. Like we can give you other pointers of things that we did besides Disney related stuff.
1: Definitely. So, uh, next week we'll be covering, uh, the Disney sea kind of our experience there wrapping this up. Uh, if anybody has a question they'd like to ask Thomas M, thank you for your suggestions for a couple episodes. We'll be working on those. those. Yeah. To, to come up, uh, you know, here in the next, you know, month or two. Um, but if anybody has a question or suggestions for future episodes, you can uh, send it to us on Facebook at Enchanted Ears Podcast or Instagram at Enchanted Ears Podcast, or uh, through our website EnchantedYearsPodcast dot slash podcast question. You can you can send questions, like I said, uh, episode suggestions, your feedback in general. We love to hear from you. Uh, I know I haven't posted on Facebook in a while because we've been away. So I have a ton of pictures and and kind of little videos and stuff from right. um, from from Tokyo. So I'll be getting back and kind of posting those as well so you can kind of see some of the stuff that we've talked about in this episode but uh want to thank everybody again for listening
0: and thank you for letting us your ears
1: yeah and we'll uh we'll, we'll see you here next week again when we kind of wrap up our our trip recap have, have a magical, magical day, day.